Welcome to the Soul Rising Podcast. I'm Dana. My whole life has been spent on the healing path, and this podcast was born out of the desire to share with others the comfort and wonder that happens when you align with your soul through many different healing modalities. This is a space where you will step into your soul through enlightened conversations, stories about healing, and illuminating tarot and oracle card messages. You'll find that clarity, solidarity, and a community are rising to meet you here. Join me every Tuesday to feel more in touch with the beautiful soul that you are. Welcome to your October energy forecast for 2021. I have with me Stopher Cavins. He is my guest for this month's energy forecast. I'm so excited to have him here. Stopher, if you wouldn't mind, just introduce yourself to my listeners and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, Dana. Yes. So this is actually the first time I've been on a podcast. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited to be here. Um, A little bit about me. So I live in the Los Angeles area, just south in a little town called Redondo Beach. Um, I am a psychic reader, spirit medium, and um, self-proclaimed spiritual advisor. (laughs) So uh, that's a little bit about what I do. This is a a relatively new journey for me that started about two years ago. Things have just really taken off and I've really grown and it's, it's been an exciting journey for me. Yeah, I discovered you on Instagram and as soon as I saw your page, I had to go look at your website and I I just felt drawn to you and I was really interested in your story. Can you tell us how you got into Oracle cards and even realizing that you had psychic abilities? Interestingly enough, I didn't know what an Oracle card was about two years ago. Um, I'd heard of tarot. I actually have an auntie who's in spirit now. She's actually one of my guides Um, and there is a blog on my website about her. Uh, she was a tarot reader. She passed in 2014, but uh, I didn't, wasn't really spiritual, didn't know what an oracle card was, um, didn't think of myself as intuitive or a psychic. Um, I had a friend of 18 years reach out to me at the, I think it was in the middle of 2020, or the beginning of 2020, and he's actually a spirit medium, uh, which I knew about him. We had talked about, hadn't discussed it too much, but uh, he was starting, he had been called to start his own business. And I am a marketer. So he reached out to me to kind of help him with that aspect of it. So just in helping him with that and learning a little bit about it, spirit just kind of said, you know, spirit took over, basically. Things started happening that I can't explain. Got my first deck of cards and the rest is history. Now here I am, you know, providing readings for people, helping people heal. And it's just a beautiful thing. That's so incredible. And it's kind of an unusual spiritual awakening. It's like a lot of the stories you hear, people kind of hit rock bottom or something. I mean, for me personally, like I, my spiritual awakening happened when I was super depressed and just struggling horribly. And I don't know if you were feeling that way around this time in your life, but it just sounds like it just sort of like plopped into your lap. (laughs) It's so neat. (laughs) It did. Yeah. I mean, I think it was in a good spot. I, but it's, it's been good. You know, it, it's helped me kind of look to my own past and, and deal with things that I didn't think were, you know, or that I thought were already dealt with and, and kind of, it's given me a lot of tools. And then, you know, I've also been called to share my own story about, you know, things that have happened to me in the past, choices I've made and different things like that. So yeah, spirit took over and said, it's time. And um, 
here, you know, once again, here I am. Yeah, that's amazing. So what is the first Oracle or tarot deck that you ever purchased? It was the Wisdom of the Oracle by Colette Baron Reed, which I know is one of your favorites. Yes, so it sure I was, is. I had, you know, looked at all of the, the decks on Etsy and Amazon, and I was just called to that one because, you know, it wasn't too specific. You know, it wasn't about something that I didn't know, such as like crystals or birds or what, you know, these different themes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just kind of a general thing. And I thought I, I could I could work with that easily. And I actually didn't start pulling cards for like about a, a week or two. I had the deck. I was just getting to know it, and, and I really enjoyed it. And to this day, that's the deck I use the most. You know, what's interesting is Colette Baron-Reed uses that deck in all of her teaching and trainings for her Oracle schools. And I think that's for very good reason. I think it's a it's a beautiful starter deck, and it's a beautiful just a deck in general to get very nice general messages. I think the images on the card lend themselves really well to intuition. I think some cards can be very difficult to learn to use your intuition with. It's it's like this is a good starter deck. You can look at the pictures and kind of know what message the card is is sending. Would you agree with that? I really would. And and I probably, I, you know, of course, I read it a little differently than I guess everybody reads differently, of course. You know, I, I just love there's so much you can can kind of pick up on um you know there's certain cards that may say one thing but but i'll see it as a completely different thing so i think it lends itself very well to that mm-hmm. um and sometimes it's just the colors that, that i pick up on that, that give me a message um so it, it's just extremely extremely intuitive for me yeah and you said something before we started recording and i was like wait let's stop let's not talk about this yet let's hold it off and you said that you know you don't need the cards of course you right. can tap into your own intuition so can you just talk about that a little bit how do you in your own readings how do you use the cards versus your own intuition when do you how do you know which one you want to kind of use in the moment i guess is what i'm asking uh, yeah and it really depends on the sitter sometimes when and and when i meet with someone i always ask them if i can connect with their their energy and their guides even if it's understood i i, I ask mm-hmm. um sometimes i'll ask before we meet and once i'm connected you know the messages they just start coming through some people's energy is a little more open than others so it, it just depends i might hear a word like celebration and then from there i'm just kind of asking my guides or whatever's coming through. Okay. What is it about the celebration? You know, I'm not just going to present my, my uh, sitter with, okay, something about a celebration. I'm going, I'm going to want to have details for them. So from there I can kind of work with my guides and their guides and and get a little more information. And it just kind of comes through cognizantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're using true mediumship. And I think something that I love about cards, especially for a sitter, is that they are able to see kind of proof with their own eyes of what you're pulling through, right? So mm-hmm. it's like this card just really explains whatever situation they're facing or dealing with right now. And it's just such validation to see this physical representation of what you're going through along with the message. A lot of times messages themselves are enough for people, of course, you know, but seeing something tangible sometimes is what certain people need. And I, I think that's the beauty behind cards, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of times, you know, if I start out not using cards and whatever comes through, it's interesting because when we start pulling the cards, that stuff comes through. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, did that just happen? 
you can't make so, it up kind of a thing. <laughs> so it's almost like a reverse effect. It's like, you know, we we're talking about that. And then it, it came through in the, in the visual aspect with the cards. It really works either way, whether you're, you're starting with cards or, or ending. Yeah, I, I've, I've had the same experience. I totally agree. So what is your current favorite deck? I know you started with Wisdom of the Oracle, but what would you say right now is your favorite to use? There's so many. I know. <laughs> um, the deck I'm going to be using today is a favorite. I don't use it a lot, but I'm excited. It's the Halloween Oracle by Stacey DeMarco. Um, and then I've also got this new deck called the Vintage Wisdom Oracle by Victoria Mosley. Um, so it's kind of like a, a spooky, I, I really think it's very intuitive with the spirit for me. So it's kind of got this spooky kind of like old Victorian kind of vibe to it. So, so that's kind of a fun deck. That's so cool. I have never heard of uh, the second one that you mentioned, the Vintage Oracle. That's really neat. Yeah. And when I, when I pull these cards, I, I love it because they, they kind of remind me, each card reminds me of like a personal story or situation or person in my life. So, so that's really what, what drew me to it. Mm -hmm. so it's, it's yeah. It seems like a very personal, personal deck to me. And I think that's the important thing. You know, if anyone who is listening doesn't own a deck or doesn't even know where to start, it really is just what you're drawn to. That is literally all you should go off of. Right. If someone recommends a deck to you, great. But if you don't feel it, it's not going to be worth it. So it'll work the best if you feel most drawn to it. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. And I actually have a blog on, on my website um, that's about, you know, getting started with Oracle. And that's a big part of it is really just what you're drawn to. You know, there's, there's no right or wrong. And it's, it's what you feel. Absolutely. Because like you mentioned earlier, there are like millions of types of decks out there with literally yeah. every single theme you could imagine. I have a housewives tarot deck. That's like 1950s housewives. I mean, it, there's such niche right. decks out there. <laughs> so it's all about what you like. For sure. And it's really fun too. I mean, I just, I just have fun with it. Um, not every deck's my favorite, obviously, but, but they all have their place in my collection. For sure. Yes. I totally feel that. I agree. All right, let's jump in. So October, as everyone knows, is home to Halloween, celebration of Halloween. And, you know, I think here in America, it's mostly a fun thing, but this is actually a very ancient, ancient holiday that celebrates the thinning of the veil between our world and the spirit world. And so this is a really important time for opening your intuition and allowing messages to come through for, for literally anyone. This is not just for me and Stover. This is for anyone can receive any messages and it just is a little bit easier around Halloween. So I love that you are using the Halloween Oracle. I think that's going to be so cool. So let's see, do you want to draw a card first? Let's just see the first thing that comes up for the month. Yeah. So the card that I pulled is called graveyard and it says unnecessary fear. So as I'm kind of feeling into this, I'm, I'm hearing the phrase, what are you, what are you afraid of? Right. And, and I feel like, you know, fear is a good thing. Fear protects us on, on a certain level, but it can also really hold us back. Right. So I, I feel this is, this is talking about really just getting educated about what it is that you're afraid of. You know, is it starting a relationship, starting a business, leaving a relationship? You know, just know that if you're educated, if you're prepared, that things are going to be all right. You know, so, so I, I, feel like, I feel like having unnecessary fear, fear is really holding us back. And the energy coming, coming through in October is telling me now's the time to, to let it go and just, you know, measure the risk and reward and, and go forward. 
You know, it's interesting because in the September forecast, which I did by myself, there were some really heavy cards that came up asking us to let go of things that we are just holding on to. And I just think it's interesting that we are, we're just continually asked this by spirit over and over again. And it's coming up again in October. And it's, yeah. this is not a shameful thing. It's just this continuation of saying like, you still haven't quite hit it. Like go deeper, go deeper. You know, like there's more underneath there. And there's even, I think for a lot of us, especially in the spiritual community, it can also even be a fear of our own power. It's not necessarily a fear of something scary. It's like, we could even be afraid of how incredible we are, you know, mm-hmm. our power that we have in the world. That was just kind of what was coming to me as you were speaking. It's like, it doesn't necessarily like have to be some negative thing that you're fearing. It could even be how incredible you are. Yeah, I, I agree. And and I, I dealt with that to be earlier this year, you know, as I was realizing, you know, what's, what's happening mm-hmm. and, and how I can, I can help people, but it, but it is a scary thing because I know I'm on a journey and I'm letting go. Where am I going to go? If I think about it too much, you know, it can be a little scary, Mm -hmm. Um, but I just have to trust that I have all the information and I've made the right choice and that spirit's taking me to the right place. We will return to our soulful conversation in just a moment. But first, I'd love to share with you about my favorite way to move my body that also honors my mind, spirit, and soul. Unicorn Wellness Studio is an online subscription-based wellness program that will support you in so many areas of your life through workouts that are in sync with your body's natural rhythms and the moon cycles, monthly guided meditations infused with Reiki healing, new and full moon card readings, and access to a private Facebook group. Click the link in the show notes below to begin your free 14-day trial. I hope you'll become a unicorn right alongside me. Absolutely. It is all about trust and faith. You're absolutely right. And uh, the card that's coming up for me, I'm using the light seers tarot is temperance and temperance is such a beautiful card because it's asking us to kind of remember the duality of who we are and what you and I were just talking about. So this card is asking us to do some shadow work alongside recognizing how incredible we are. And those are both things that we can be afraid of, right? We can be afraid to look at all aspects of ourselves. So temperance is this balancing of who we are and of the way that we live our lives. And I love the imagery on this card in particular. And for everyone listening, um, I will post pictures of these cards so that you can see the artwork as well. But the person on this card is holding the moon in one hand and the sun in the other and has these huge angel wings behind him. And I just love that imagery of kind of showing both sides of ourselves, right? The moon is our our intuition and our emotions and our feelings. And the sun is how we represent ourselves to the world. And so just thinking about both of those aspects of ourselves, the parts that we try to hide and also the parts that we are willing to shine brightly are both equally important. So I love that this is coming up for October. This feels like such a perfect card going along with what you just pulled um, about being willing to kind of go there, you know, into some deeper places. Yeah, I I agree. And it's funny you pull that card because um, you have a 
live on Instagram that you do. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I, you pulled a card for me and it was that card. It was the temperance card. I was going to say, I feel like I've seen this recently with yeah. you. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, that's so pretty interesting. Wild. Yeah. I really connect with that, that imagery on that card because, you know, with the moon, I feel like that's kind of like the darkness or maybe, you know, when you were mentioning shadow work and I've done a lot of that recently, you know, I think it's a beautiful thing when, when we're able to take those, those moments of our lives and things maybe that we, we weren't proud of or that had us in a bad place and bring those to the light. And kind of use those as teachings and showing other people what can be. So finding that balance between those is is a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I absolutely agree. I think it's it's a pretty powerful card. I love that it came back up. <laughs> yeah, it's my card now. It it sure is. <laughs> All right, so I have pulled Skull of Darkness, and it says Blind Spots. Mm. I love this. And so it's a picture of a skull. Uh, this is kind of a spookier, you know, themed deck. So it's a picture of a skull and it's got a candle lit on top of its, uh, you know, on top of it. Mm. As I feel into this, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, even though, especially as spiritual people as aware or connected as we are, you know, we are not all knowing we, we may be connected and see a lot, but there's still things that we need a different perspective on because we can't see that light on top of our head. Mm-hmm. Um, unless we, you know, put ourselves in maybe in someone else's shoes or see things from a, you know, a different perspective. So I think this is all about this month, just kind of seeing where those blind spots are. You know, we've done a lot of work. We, you know, very connected. We, we, we see a lot, we help other people, but what are we not seeing about ourselves? Um, so, and, and I think this comes from working with others. That's a big, big part of who I am and, and, and how I want to do things with my spiritual journey and with reading as, as collaborations. Um, so, so I think for me, that's the message coming through is, you know, get help, work with others, um, come together and, and we can all help each other see our blind spots. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I so agree with that. And, you know, something that I always harp on in this podcast is I talk about how all the answers are within you and you are your own greatest healer and you really don't need anyone else because the answers are all within you. And I do believe that. But I also think that there are times when it is so helpful to go to someone else and to say, like, I'm just not seeing this clearly. Can you just help me? <laughs> and I think that that is just really important and it's needed at sometimes. I don't think that anything is an absolute truth all the time. So the fact that, yes, you are your own greatest healer. Yes, that's true, but it doesn't hurt to get some help. And I think that that's what that card is really asking us to do this month. And I love the way that you put it. It's like helping one another because as, as healers and as spiritual people, we really need that support too. You cannot just do everything alone. So it's important to call on your people this month to ask them to help you see things that you didn't see on your own. <laughs> I agree. And I, I think there's a lot of power in doing that. Mm-hmm. Me too. So the next card that I'm pulling, it's interesting because I also pulled this in September. So Whenever I pull a card two months in a row, that usually means spirit is like, hey, you guys didn't really hear us. (laughs) This is coming back Uh up again. (laughs) And that's okay. Sometimes we aren't ready to maybe hear everything at the time that it comes up. So the justice card is coming up again this month. And the justice card has so many meanings and so many different layers to it. And I just, you know, there's so much to pull from this. Um, But what I'm really feeling called 
to talk about is kind of how this card is similar to the temperance card, especially in the imagery. So again, if you guys check this out online, you can see that the woman on the justice card, there's a reflection of her below. And it's almost like the two sides of herself. And the justice card can represent the different polarities that are within us that we can be this and we can also be that and they can be very different things. We can have opposing feelings about things. It's like you can feel upset and hurt with someone, but also love them. It's kind of a, this idea that those things can coexist, that we are complicated, messy beings, and that's how we are meant to be. And that's how it's okay. And so it's almost like giving yourself permission to feel the way that you feel about certain things and to not stuff those feelings down. And so I think both of these cards are just really asking us to look at so many different sides of ourselves. There's the sun and the moon and the temperance card. And then again, like I mentioned, there's the reflection of this woman kind of looking at two different sides of herself. And this is just about, again, this theme of like finding balance and allowing all aspects of yourself to coexist and, and to know that it's okay to be angry and also to love someone or to feel frustrated and also to feel compassionate. It's just all of those things can coexist within it, within us. Right. Well said. I think it's interesting looking at those cards, like how they both really are represent visually balance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, there's definitely a message coming through there that we need to, we need to hear for sure. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, you know, I sort of think at least in our, in our modern culture or the way that we view things, I don't think balance exists in the way that we think it does. You know, I think we equate balance to perfection and I don't, that, that, that can't exist. You know, it's almost like, oh, well, if I'm balanced and that means I'm doing all of these perfect things that are, that I'm taking care of myself in a perfect way and I'm handling everything. And it's, it may not mean that it may mean that, you know, right now is a time when you being in balance means you are doing something that uh, like you're spending a lot of time in one area. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are perfectly balanced in all things that you're doing in your life. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but <laughs> well, just kind of what's coming. I, I feel like I've come into a point in my life where I am more balanced. I, I used to think that balance meant, um, you know, for me, it was extremes. I would be extreme this way or extreme that way with a mm-hmm. pendulum swinging wildly in the middle. And I thought that was balance but that it would meet somewhere in the middle, but that's, that's not quite the way it works. But, um, you know, there, there is a, a beauty in, in really just kind of finding that middle and, and not letting your, your pendulum swing too much in one direction. And then when it does, because it naturally will just knowing how to kind of slow it down, mm-hmm. um, and not over, you know, overcompensate in, in the swing, the opposite direction. Um, so it, it's, um, it's difficult sometimes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we I might have to remind it to yeah. work on it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, in order to go from all the way on one side to the other side, you're going to have to inch, you're going to have to inch that way. Like you're going to have to move it, mm-hmm. do things to bring you back into balance. And it's all about knowing yourself and, and knowing what you need and knowing all these sides of yourself. So yeah, it's interesting. Okay. So this is interesting. I pulled, uh, the card is called Apple, um, and it says risk and reward, which I think is interesting because mm. I, I just said, um, when I pulled the first card, it's about balancing risk and reward. Um, <laughs> so now we have balance and we have risk and reward. So it's really coming through. I'll show you the card here. Um, picture of a hand holding an apple that has a bite out of it in the shape of a heart. Um, so for me, it's kind of going back to the, you know, the fear 
Um, and, and kind of moving forward, when you have all the information, you know, it's important to, to mitigate risk, but also not to, to a degree where you're paralyzed. And, and I've dealt with that in, in the past as well, uh, to where it's like, you know, you're trying to get too much information. And, and it's like um, you overanalyze and then, and then you're paralyzed and you don't do, you know, you don't move, move forward. You don't get um, out of that relationship or you don't, you know, start that business or, you know, that opportunity. Um, so, you know, there's always going to be a certain level of risk, but you really just have to have faith, um, put aside, you know, uh, unnecessary fears and, you know, seek that reward. Um, cause I know anytime that I've done it, um, it's scary, but, but it, it's always worked out well. Um, and even when things don't work out the way you expected, there's a lesson learned, you know, so, so there is still, there's always going to be a reward of some sort. Um, so I think the energy is really moving us to, to do that, to, to, you know, take that leap of faith, um, and just know that, that we're going to be okay. And there's going to be, there's going to be something beautiful on the other side, whether it works out the way you thought it was supposed to or not. Mm-hmm. You know, know how it's really supposed to work out <laughs> sometimes we wish we knew but <laughs> right, right. it's not meant for us to know all the time wow those two cards your first one and then the third really go well together just letting us know yeah. it's, it's okay let go of that unnecessary fear just let it go because there is a reward there for you if you are able to release so gosh i love that it's beautiful all right i will pull the final card for our forecast the eight of cups. Interesting. So the eight of cups is asking us to walk away from some things, right? Uh, <laughs> so interesting. It just is like, this is, couldn't be a more clear message, I think for all of us. So right, I and, love that. Yeah. The imagery on this card shows a cup and the cup actually has fire in it. And so if you know the tarot, then you know that cups represent emotion. And so this fire is meant to burn down whatever emotion is not serving you. And the woman is walking away from this burning fire. So she's walking towards the sunrise too. So I really feel like this totally affirms and backs up your cards that we were just talking about that we need to let it go. We need to let it go for good. We need to walk Mm -hmm. away from this and we can move towards this sunrise. That is the promise of something new and, and a beautiful reward in the end. So there there's real power here in uh, allowing us to release. There's, we are very much supported in letting go of things this month and knowing that we have something beautiful waiting for us. I mean, it really, it really is incredible. And actually now that I'm even looking closer at the imagery here, it's eight of cups. It's not like one of cups. There's only one cup in the picture really, but if it's very subtle, but all the other cups are sinking down into the water. I just noticed that. So this woman is like truly, really letting go of everything, which is what we're being asked to do. Yeah, Isn't it interesting how, you know, you have a, a deck of cards that you've looked at a hundred times <laughs> and, you pull it and, and you're like, Oh, I never noticed that, but, but here's this. And it, it always connects with something. You know, your eyes are always going to be drawn to, you know, maybe something new that you haven't seen before, but, but it always kind of connects to the message that needs to come out at the time. It's um, so true. Yeah. So if anybody listening connects with that, it's for a reason that that, that message came through. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's funny, I've been using this deck for a while. I've never pulled the eight of cups out of this deck. I've pulled it in other decks. So this is the first time I'm actually even looking at this imagery 
and it's pretty wild i mean it's really it's a strong message of of letting go and releasing so and i think that's such a beautiful message overall all of the cards that we got are really supportive in in letting go and this is fall i mean fall literally you know the leaves come off the, the trees it's like the energy that is electric in the air is supporting the release and and letting go of the old um and so the cards are really backing that up as well as what's going on in nature physically around us. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and when I, when I've done readings recently, I'm getting a lot of um, timeframes and messages about, um, you know, the end of December and, and the new year being a really like energetic and, and important time. So I, I feel like fall is really getting us ready mm. for some beautiful things that are happening in December with the holidays connecting with family that maybe we've been apart, uh, apart from for a while. Um, so it's just funny that, that so many of these messages coming through recently for me, for my sitters have, have been timeframes really like honing in and targeting on December and January. Um, so I think the energy right now is just getting us ready for some really beautiful things. Yeah. And I think the more we can lean into that preparation, the, the, the deeper that you are willing to do the work the greater the reward is going to be for you. So as deep as you're willing to go this fall to clear out the old, you will be rewarded just as much when things start kind of coming through. And I love that you're getting that message of the end of the year and into January because 2022 is such a beautifully balanced number. I'm really hopeful, just like the energetics of the number of that year, hopefully things will be (laughs) on the uptick. So yeah, they have to be, (laughs) they have to be, (laughs) they really do. We can only go up, right? Right. <laughs> well, Stouffer, thank you so much for being here. This was so fun. I loved having your energy and I loved these Halloween Oracle cards that you brought to share. So if anyone listening loves your energy and wants to know more about you, where can they find you? How can they connect to you? All the good things. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Dana. It's, it's been a lot of fun. So my website and all my social media is My Fated Life. And that really is just my brand. You know, it, it's about being going through so much, putting myself through so much, but it, it's all like a beautiful journey and it was supposed to, you know, culminate to where I'm at now. Um, and I don't, I don't shy away from that. So I have a blog. Um, I have a site where you can book readings. Uh, that's myfadedlife.com. My Instagram is at myfadedlife. Uh, I would love you to follow along, visit my site. Yeah, I'm just really excited about the journey and just connecting with everybody. Perfect. I will put links to your socials and your website and your blog in the show notes below so that it's easily clickable. And just again, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thanks again. I appreciate it. I hope you found information, clarity, or inspiration that you'll take with you today and use in your everyday life. If you enjoy my show, the biggest compliment you could give would be sharing it with your friends, subscribing, rating, and reviewing it, on whatever device you use to listen. Visit me at thesoulrisingpodcast.com or at the underscore soul rising podcast on Instagram and Facebook. A huge thank you to Purple Planet for the music used in this episode. See you next time.